0: Welcome to the Social Ideas Podcast, brought to you by the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. This series looks through the lens of those striving for a better world. I'm Pam Mungru. What happens once you've completed a master's programme? Do you simply go on with your life or do you look for other avenues to test your newfound skills? Applications for our master's in social innovation are open now and to encourage you to apply, we thought it would be interesting to hear from one of our graduates. Imogen Tyndale was in our first cohort of students who graduated in 2019. She is now doing a PhD at Oxford University on sustainable urban development, focusing on housing inequality in London. I asked Imogen why she decided to go on to do her doctorate.
1: There are a lot of really good reasons career-wise uh, why this particular PhD made sense. There was access to policy and it's, uh, It's obviously an amazing center that's really well connected to a lot of things happening in housing and cities development. And obviously a PhD is a really good move because I want to go into more academic teaching. But at the end of the day, the reason why I want to do a PhD is actually just because I love learning and it was so fun to have the opportunity all throughout the masters to be quite self-led, but then also have the guidance of these incredible sort of world-class academics and thinkers and practitioners. And for me, opportunity to do that for a few more years and really bed into one topic and research very deeply in that was exciting because uh, it's just really really fun i think to research and to think about these things it's such a privilege
0: now one of the reasons we're having this conversation is because you are a graduate of the masters in social innovation which is part of the cambridge center for social innovation so obviously this journey to continue to educate yourself has been going on for some time. What was it that first of all led you to the Masters in Social Innovation? At the time, I was consulting a lot
1: to um, social enterprises on sort of go-to-market strategy and brand strategy, and then also with corporates on their shared value and community investment programs. I think I was starting to hit against the end of my knowledge and was thinking I can keep delivering these strategies and keep working with these companies. But I felt a little uninspired with what I was producing and thought actually there's, there's so much more happening in the world that I need to engage with. So I'd done a lot of short courses, learned a lot about impact measurement and impact investing, but for me I thought I actually need a period where I get totally immersed into the field of social innovation and learn it from all different angles And understand a bit more about the sort of wider world around it so I can do better work really and I I also think there was a part of me that was itching to try something new I think I was finding the work I was doing frustrating sometimes because the impact I wanted to to create just wasn't quite coming across you can have one person in an organization who's really enthusiastic about it but then by the time it comes to actually putting it into operation it's It can get beaten down and cut down and mitigated until it looks nothing like what you wanted to do. And I think I was excited to come here and learn about these different angles so that I could try something new. And actually since having that exposure to a lot of different sides of the social innovation sort of world, I've actually ventured into new, new places. I've tried placements in policy and really enjoyed that. And it sort of clarified for me actually probably more where I sit in this in the whole kind of world of social innovation.
0: Did you know what social innovation was before you applied for the program?
1: I think I felt a lot more confident about the definition before the program. For me, it was quite clear cut. There was a few different ways you could do that. And I suppose it was finding new and innovative ways of creating social impact. And in my mind, that was quite narrow. That was a lot of social enterprises, a lot of, corporations trying to do that and then also a lot of charities trying to find new funding models and new partnership models and things. But I think over the course of the program we got exposed to so many people (laughs) doing so many different things that I feel less certain now about what the definition of social innovation
0: is. So obviously as you've stated coming out of it it's become more nebulous in terms of your understanding but has that negatively impacted how you view social innovation?
1: No, I don't think it has. I don't think it has at all. I think I was quite skeptical about the ways it could be done. And I think through the course mates and the guest speakers and through people doing the ventures, I think I learned that people are doing things in far more innovative and exciting ways than I'd imagined. And I think probably for me, it's not become, it's become not really about is this in or out of the umbrella of social innovation and more. How do we measure what good we're doing here? How do we define it and measure it? And how well is it performing? Because people in the course had such different lives to me and were doing incredible and innovative things in their organizations that I probably wouldn't have thought of before. So I think, it, I think it's quite a good thing to expand your horizons on this. And it would be unusual to have something with innovation in the name that was clearly defined.
0: Why didn't you take what you had learned from the MST out into the real world?
1: I think I, in a way, sort of did. I think because the core structure of both the MST and the PhD that I'm on at the moment, both of them are part-time, and so I'm working as well, I actually think that what I learnt there has been very helpful for the real world. So I studied community innovation and very much grassroots-led innovations and relates to my undergrad, which was more really about sort of development studies. And I think for me it was a great reminder that, I have been working so institutionally and actually there's there's insights that you miss and that you just can never glean if you come at it from an institutional angle that are so rich and understood in the community that you're trying to help I suppose or trying to understand. So I think for me a lot of the learnings from the MST have come into play in my professional world working in policy sort of been a great reminder that everything has to start with the beneficiaries and go from there but also in the study that I'm doing the PhD around housing it has to be so overwhelmingly about the opinions of those it affects rather than policy makers and what they believe will be helpful for people in housing.
0: So you're not on your own obviously as a graduate uh, of the MST who's gone on to do a PhD and so you mentioned that it was partly to do with career prospects, but also to do with further education and just enjoying being in that environment. we turning back to that question of career prospects. How do you see this helping you move forward in academia, but also outside of that in, a, in perhaps a more real world context?
1: I think I would probably be positioned quite similarly to a lot of my classmates where they're interested in having one foot in the academic world and one in the sort of more practitioner world. And I think for me the course structure was so fantastic for that. I can be learning on one hand and sort of executing on the other. And I think it's sort of set up how I think about my future career. I'd really love to be teaching and learning and constantly working with researchers who are coming up with the most interesting ideas at the time. But for me I have to find a place to put that into action. And so being able to sit between ideally policy consultation and academic work would be the dream and is something that has been really fun throughout these few years. And I think that is a unique offering of the MST that I I couldn't find in another course is that sort of constant conversation between the ventures and those out there creating businesses and endeavors and also those writing about them, creating theoretical framework for them. So I absolutely love that part of it. It's been hugely informative to what I want to do and the way I want to work as well.
0: So for those who are perhaps thinking that, you know, they're interested in doing the MST, why would you encourage them to apply? Gosh, it's just really fun. <laughs> it's just the best
1: <laughs> community you'll have. I think I think it would be insane not to. I am constantly encouraging people from all different sides of the spectrum. There's so many people who I know who are very much more on the business side and they would so benefit from understanding soon how social innovation Impacts their field because it's going to absolutely change the way they do business over the course of the next decade. And they can either be quick and innovative or slow on it. And on the other side, so many friends who have a particular thing they care about who work in environmental activism through to community development, and everyone would benefit from one aspect of the course. It's so wide reaching in its remit. You have sort of like a mini MBA on one hand, and on the other, there's so much really, really good sociology teaching and really amazing organisational theory. There's just so few people in my world who I feel wouldn't benefit from it. And beyond that, there's also just the people that you're exposed to are so interesting. I mean, our cohort came from so many different countries, so many different backgrounds, and so it really stops you having a very Western-centric idea of social innovation. People were creating incredible change in different contexts and it was such a delight to learn with people who I felt were just so bright and engaged with the world and had such different experiences from the home office through to mining, through to, you know, so every industry was represented in our cohort. And then you also get exposed to amazing people through the social ventures programme and just people in the business school that you get talking to. And I would also say beyond that, it's just really fun to be inside the institution of Cambridge but not totally beholden to tradition. It's quite an interesting, forward-thinking, innovative program. And being inside an institution like that is amazing. You benefit from this long tradition of thinking and of ideas, but you also are on the sort of cutting-edge fun side of things where it's like a new course, new teachers and It was really fun. It's just really fun for years. I'd recommend anyone do it.
0: Why do you feel that business in particular, corporations, business organisations, need to be engaging with social innovation in general?
1: I think there's just been such an erosion of trust from the public towards so much of the way that business is done. And I also think a lot of the way that business has done the last few decades is actually not fit for purpose in a world where your average consumer or your average citizen is actually so knowledgeable about environmental and social issues. I think you can't live through a year like 2020, which has totally shown the fault lines of inequality and, and movements like Black Lives Matter have brought to the light so many things that have been present and, frankly, sort of encouraged by a lot of businesses for so many decades. And I think this year, I mean, the last decade but particularly this year has brought to light so many dynamics that have been so problematic in our world and particularly how businesses operate and there's there's such a reckoning at the moment going through so many different industries finding these problematic environmental practices or absolutely terrible social practice that's gone on And I think, actually, I think the moment to be really, really ahead of the curve with a lot of this has actually passed. Now it's just a baseline. You can't be a business, I think, operating in the year 2030 and not have a really airtight social innovation policy, uh, including measurement that you've made publicly available and transparent for people to critique on their own. Like, for me, that's hard to fathom, but that won't be the case.
0: Finally. You went into the MST program with what you felt was a clear idea of what social innovation was. Whilst you were there, it all got muddied up uh, with different concepts, theories and experiences. Did you ever come out of it then with a better, clearer, stronger idea and understanding of what this world-changing concept is?
1: I think as time goes on and I delve further into a lot of the of social issues around social innovation and the more uh, you grasp these complex things, the harder it is to have a really narrow, clean-cut definition of what innovations are going to help them. And I think that we talk a lot in the course about wicked problems and these are kind of these interconnected, complex, quite novel issues that it's going to take really novel solutions um, and new innovations to, to combat. And so in some ways I think, no, the definition's gone out the window, but then I think actually no, a narrow definition's gone out the window because as you meet more and more people in the ventures program and more and more people doing incredible things um, in the social innovation space, you realise that people are just doing it in their own way, solving often issues connected to their own lives and that because I don't understand their lives, I can't create the innovations that you're creating, but that doesn't mean that that's not part of it just because it wasn't what i'd conceived you know doesn't mean it's not happening and i think probably i've just been amazed it is super inspiring being in the program some of the people that you meet and the the real highlights are in the social ventures nights and the kind of other people that you meet in the business school and even just the connections a lot of the teaching staff have these incredible social organizations it's so inspiring to hear people create change in their own worlds, you know, with everything from soap to beeswax wraps for food, and it, it's amazing what people can create. So my definition has is still there. It's just so broad and more flexible, and that definition is going to change so much next 10 years. Over that, people have knowledge of their own lives and their own situations that I don't and they're gonna create things that I could never envision. And as I hear about them and learn about them, my idea of social innovation is just going to expand and change again. Our world is changing and people are incredible in coming up with <laughs> things I
0: never could. That was Imogen Tyndale, Masters in Social Innovation Alumna. You can find out more about the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube.